0: Don't know, Jack. You don't know. You don't know it, and and it's just, you just don't know it. You're in it, and you don't know the level of work that, that it takes, and you're knee deep in it. And so, if you're, if you're knee deep in it and don't know what it takes, if you're not in it, you just don't know. And so, the level of preparedness, I don't mind the warnings that preparedness we takes because people just they take it with a grain of salt, you know, and like. It, 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 like, like you know, we all have this friend who, um, who recently had a baby. One of our friends, uh, Chris, and I talk to him all the time. He's just like, "Yo, I'm I, this is about to be the only one. This is just about to be the only one. <laughs> this is like legit. <laughs> I'm not having more Like, like I don't understand. Like, so does, does a kid ever stop doing this? Does yeah. this like? And would you, I'm just like, no. <laughs> like, yeah. just yeah. no. <laughs> like, yeah. into a level of preparedness. And we tell Mike all the time because I know it's about to happen for Mike. Like, I know it is. You're just just like, no. Just no. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, like, no. yeah. yeah. that point. I appreciate yeah, w-
1: that I, w- I wish uh, I'm, I'm glad that I have you um, to, to let me know the realness uh, within uh, relationships. Not just relationships, but like relationship with your kids. Because I mean, I get to experience kids from being an uncle, you know what I'm saying, being a, a godfather, you know, I Once I'm done with my day or my weekend or you know my few months, them kids is going back. And I'm I'm be cool, you know what I'm saying? Cause the kids is going back to their parents, right? Like I could be like, you know what, I only got like a couple more hours of this. All right, cool, great. Yeah, it was fun. But them kids is going back. But y'all, y'all got them kids 24-7. So kudos to y'all. For
2: sure, yeah. Kudos. There's a, and I appreciate that. You're you're welcome. (laughs) There's a false, but there's a false sense, and I appreciate the point that Terrence made because it's so important. Because I think what will happen a lot of times in these conversations is that we'll say, "Okay, you're you're not you don't understand marriage until you're in it," and -hmm. people will take that and be like. No, John, you don't know, you don't know what I've experienced, and you don't know what I've dealt with. So you can't speak to me and you can't say that for me because I've been through this and that, or I've I've seen my uncle, my cousin, my this, my that. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's really my energy because it's a thing of you you believe you're prepared and you're ready, and it brings you to your knees, and whether it be marriage or even having kids, in a way that you just didn't know. That is tailor made for you, yeah. and, and and what I think is important about this conversation is that we we're, we're I know I've been doing my best to say, guys, I didn't know, and I was just as thinking that I was prepared as you did or you are, and you're like, no, 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 me and me and Derek are gonna work out perfectly, okay, girl, okay, you think so, and you believe so, and you hope so, but as you guys are already saying in the comment section right now, knee alone. Uh, uh, who else Beyonce? I saw, I saw, uh, obviously, um, uh, Tom Brady. Like, it is not about the money, it is not about the fame, it is not about the ability to have all those things because it, it used to like everybody's gonna say, Think about how crazy this is. Everyone will say on all these different social media platforms that if he don't provide this, that, and the third, I don't want him, I don't want him, sis. And this boy, Tom Brady, bring in the bread, and on top of that, his wife. I believe even may has made and has a higher net worth than he has, And the reality Hmm. is they have so much money, but it doesn't, doesn't mean that that's going to make them more long lasting because the bread is there. So Hmm. I just want to like, um, you know, add some sense of like, yo, we're trying to caution people that think that they have a real sense of, Oh, I got it. No, take a step back. Like you may not have it as well as you. And I'll say the last thing, One of my boys, I won't put his name out there, but one of my one of my guy friends is like, I tried to tell him before he had kids, like, bro, kids is a different thing, it's not like just dating, it's like or just having your wife in marriage. Kids adds a different layer to this whole thing. And with that being said, I want to answer something right before, but with that being said, I was like, Yo, this is what kids is like, right? And so I tried to tell him, and he was like, Cool, I got it. I I know I'm good. And then when the kid came, the man came right back to me, he's like, Bro. You tried to tell me exactly <laughs> what it was, and I thought right. I knew. And then when I got into it, it wasn't at all like that. So I want to say that. And I saw Brandy say, You can never be ready for marriage. I just pray I have worked on myself enough to be a good wife to my partner. Yes. That's,
1: yeah. That's, 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 a, that's a very that's good literally point. It. Literally, yeah. That's literally it. I, so I so, actually she was what a point,
0: too. Hold
1: on. One thing. that one they date
0: early doing. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: One, one thing. So, in reference to Brandy, I think Jasmine uh she had said something in reference to uh uh like becoming like we're always becoming mm-hmm. um and we've never i guess made it something arrived, arrived. we're always never we've arrived. never arrived mm-hmm. we're always becoming if we go into relationships like that sorry if we live life like that right Come so on, regardless of whether it. we get into uh, a relationship mm. with somebody, whether we have kids, whatever the case, yeah. if you got that mindset like we have never made it, there's always going to be a mindset like we're constantly learning and working. And um, those are the things that you carry into relationships that will help your relationship thrive, like being human beings in general, like think about evolution, man, not just human beings. But I'm talking about like animals and and bugs, whatever the case. Right. Evolution in general, we've always um, I've been in a position where we've had to grow and evolve within our environment and adapt to our environment. What would have happened, what, a hundred years ago, thousands of years ago if we just stopped evolving, if we just, like, stopped learning? You know what I'm saying? Like, we would be in so much of a deficit, we would be extinct <laughs> at this point. As a human race, we would will, we will no longer exist. So, as, as,
0: I just to as,
1: as human beings, man, we, we constantly have to evolve. If you have that mindset that you constantly have to grow and have never like made it, then you will make it.
0: I just want to, say, uh, and Mike was a good point. I think Khalida also made a good point as far as Tom Brady. That's a good question to ask. Like, that's a that's a good. That's and John's I'm not. The
2: question is why does why doesn't he want to be home? He came hmm. out of re- retirement, so something is disconnected. Go ahead.
0: And 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 I, and, and I. The reason why I have challenged that question is because or oh, I like that question is because it doesn't challenge whether. It does not. That question is not necessarily a knock on Giselle, but like, but it it also is not a, it's also not a pass on Giselle either being an issue. It's, mm-hmm. it's either or. I think, but the root cause analysis is still why. What is it about? If if because because the, the, I, I think we the narrative that that's going to be spent from this, and that's why I, I, I am very I'm not normally this much interested in a in a, in a uh, like celebrity. a celebrity. I just don't care that much. I really don't. The reason why I care about this one is because it deals with marriage and deals with topics that we're talking about right now, and I kind of want to follow along to, just to get insight into the mindset of, even though we would never have the lens because they're they're billionaires. Like they, we we don't have that. Don't get my life. Don't be yeah. that over my life. But, right, but ahead. Ahead. I will I just saying right. <laughs> you could. I'm just saying like whatever. Yeah. It's just not a goal of mine. But I, I understand. Yeah. And so my yeah. point is, I, I'm curious because like we were talking about this today, and, and the idea is that. In some capacity, he's choosing work over the role of being a husband. And yeah. that could be a, an issue. That could be either an issue with him or it could be an issue with who he chose. But the the end of the day is he's choosing the, the work over coming the
2: occupation, home. The occupation. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. choosing
0: the occupation. And right. so I'm yeah. I'm glad that's a good segment to the point that Jasmine was talking about earlier is because she brought up a comment. It's like way further down. No reason to, to scroll up. She's talking about, you know, like the, the mom takes a toll on the woman. And while I hear that and I'm not I don't want I just don't, don't want to get on Al Gore's Internet and think I'm not like like I'm not like, you know, cognizant of that. Hmm. I'll, I would I would push back because it all depends on the lens that you're talking about as far as if men don't understand that burden because I can ask like and I'm just gonna I'm gonna use my brother as a question John who does the primary cooking in your house.
2: You want me to get me killed or what's going I on? I just, just I Andrew, who, does primary, Andrew, who does the primary question, question? John. Answer who does I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what, what, what. now. Who does me. the primary it, 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 it may, it may be me. Lately, has been stepping up. Hey, right. so, and it's
0: not an issue of stepping up. That's not why I'm making that point. John, mm-hmm. who does primary pick up, drop off and pick up? I do. And so what I'm saying is, as the, what people need to realize is, the role of a woman has changed dramatically. And with that, if, if we as a, as, a, as a man, we have to pretty much accept that and understand that and look at that and realize that maybe our expectations of what women will do is different because their role has changed in society. With that being said, the role of father has also changed. And while I think that comment was very true 15, 20, 30 years ago where women did a lot of the brunt work as far as taking care of the kid, I don't know if that's the same in every household. I don't know if that's the same in every dynamic of a relationship. And that could be from a lot of things. Like In my experience, it's because I, my dad was not present. My dad was not active. My dad was trash. And so I said, I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to be that. And so I wanted to step up like more, like Mm -hmm. I wanted to be present more. I overcompensated, you know. Like John, like the type of chat. My kids are here in the background right now with me because I'm like I'm watching them. So it's just like it's just it's just their roles are yeah. It's just they they have they have changed. So in some capacities. it, some men, I would say, I don't think men will ever understand, they will never understand the the, the the burden of childbirth, and they will never understand the connection that a mom has with her kids because she birthed them. We we just we, yeah. we just won't. It's just not what we can do. We need to yeah. stop apologizing for it. We won't get it. Yeah. But I can't say that men won't understand the level of work that it takes to provide and take care of kids more in today's time than we did 30, 40, 50 years ago. You know, I know I do, because I remember having to get up every two hours and three hours to change a diaper and to feed a kid and still having to be at work at seven 30 in the morning. And so like, I know growing up that was not something that dad traditionally did. Like they didn't get up and feed kids. Well, I got up like, yeah. and I, I got up enough to realize, yeah, I'm not having any more. I'm good. I'm done. I'm yeah. Like I'm done, you know? And so I'm just, had a- at the point.
2: I had a thought and I know I want to make sure and jam you please you, you can chime in first because I know you haven't spoken in a while but I had a thought um that I that I wanted to ask and this and let me disclaimer it before I say obviously I've, a lot of times we go in on the women in the podcast or whatever the case may be and I know that that's been like oh that's the outlook on this you know topically but this is not really the case I really have this question because my, my thought is do we raise women to keep growing to keep growing in evolving or do we raise them as perfection because I think sometimes we do raise our daughters as perfection which would lend itself to believe that you don't have to evolve and grow because you kind of want to be like no you're you're good as you are like you're perfect as you are like as, as fathers sometimes you have a tendency to give in to the idea of no 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 like you're good like you're you're because because there's this sense of I, I, um inadequacy. And you want to like make them, you want to almost overcompensate that by saying, no, you're, you're fine as is, but does that lend itself to stifling potentially like in a, this like growing, evolving type thing? And Jam, you have the floor.
3: Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to hold on to two points at the same time. So I think the first one, when we we're discussing like Tom Brady and all the other celebrity marriages and relationships and stuff and how that ties to, I think uh, the main question about, do men want to be husbands? I think it really starts with like defining what that is. Like, I don't know if a lot of people actually know what a husband is or even what marriage is supposed to be. So, I think that act plays a huge part in mm-hmm. even trying to accomplish that. Um, in response to the, the raising daughters to perfection thing, from the women that I know, like, I feel like what I'm, I'm, pretty aware of they never feel perfect like they're constantly constantly chasing perfection Mm -hmm. so it's it's i I don't think it's the idea of because because when i think of at least when i when i hear you say that this is kind of like concluding that women get to a place and then they can kind of just chill it's like oh i'm good i'm perfect where i am yeah complacent and i to me from what i've seen from the women i know it's the complete opposite like mm-hmm. I have to always constantly strive, and sadly, I think sometimes it's the reverse. Like I, I feel like it happens to men a lot more often, and like there's this kind of this baseline of acceptability and complacency that exists. Um, if we can do the bare minimum, from, sometimes from, that's good from enough. Who?
2: from who just so I understand what your point like I hear you I'm just I'm just want to so you're saying that men are oftentimes on this um eat like yo you're good enough you're this enough you're that enough yeah who is the person feeding that that narrative to the men
3: um it could be society it can be parents um especially like those that I've seen who um have grown and you know it's case by case not everybody's not everybody's situation is the same but sometimes the standard the bar is set lower can be from uh, a mom, you know, if they're raising a the single parent household, that can be mm-hmm. the case. Um, but yeah, like society as a whole, is kind of just like, you know, you get to a certain place and it's like, that's good. that That's OK. You're, you're, you're doing all right. But there's and this, I, and I, I lend myself
2: so. more to what Steph was saying. Actually, uh, he says almost every woman I know with a solid father in their life have a type of it's a type of or iteration of a princess mindset. and mm-hmm. And I would say that because I have it. I have two girls.
3: Okay, okay. I, I'm I gonna
2: I'm gonna make my daughter I'm I'm you know part of it's a conflicting thing, and I'm not saying society doesn't make the, the pressures of a woman feel like she's not enough. I'm not saying that, but mm. I'm saying in the role of a house, how much does a father like me, let's say I raise my daughter the entire time she's in my house, like yo, you are a princess, you're enough, you will never need to really do nothing more than what you're doing right now. Mm. How does that switch over lens wise when she becomes a wife? In the striving part of being a wife, because she's already thought she's enough as a woman through her her childhood, then what would she even know to to lean into this idea of evolution or maturity or you're not enough and you need to yeah. work on X, Y, and or Z? If I created this princess mi- mindset for my daughter,
3: just just for a balance, <laughs> since the topic is husbands, if you had a son, would you treat them the same way? Like no, would they have? Why I wouldn't.
2: I think that a black son in in, in this climate would would be a totally different scenario of how I raise my child than I would my daughters. Okay, I, that, I, would.
3: I I'm j- I'm just curious, you know, because like, I guess, in that situation, say say you're you're raising. Your oh, daughter I'm sorry. Before way. you answer, before oh, you answer
2: Jamal, I, let me let me say yeah. one more thing. Yeah. A, a lot of it has to do with how I was raised. Okay because you know before i you know what i mean like it's not just like i didn't just come up out of my own thought about it too like i yeah. i felt like not and it's no shade to my sister at all there's an imbalance to a certain degree with how my dad treated my sister versus how he treated me and of course that imbalance will be carried over to some degree not fully mm-hmm. because i would probably be like well, let me do some corrections here but at the same time no like this guy raised me a certain way so that will kind of inform is, how i raised my
3: kid but is it okay if i asked what the imbalance was like Was he like too hard on you or something or?
2: No, I wouldn't say too hard. I just say it was just, it was a noticeable difference, a noticeable difference, you know, and and that, that would be how I would obviously like raise my, my daughters just because of that lens. And that's why I say I lend myself more to the idea of like, who we're talking, who's the person we're talking about? Are we talking about the family structure or are we talking about societal norms? Cause I think those two different things
3: compete. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think in response to that in regards to like, if you raise your daughters that way, um, I think, I, I don't know if, if it would be your daughter's fault, you know, if they were somebody to pursue them, because in in reality, they're expecting somebody, whoever their man is pursuing them, that he, he's going to take your role. So if you pampered them, made them princesses and, you know, mm-hmm. and care for them, that's what in in essence that's what you're teaching them to expect because you know when you walk her down the aisle you're saying this man is going to be me Mm -hmm. you know so it's not i i I think that's kind of tricky to then say you know like if women have been raised in a particular way to be treated like princesses then yeah she's going to be expecting a king or prince because that's how she was raised not to say that like but it has nothing to do with the fault because i want
2: because I wasn't. Because it really has not much to do with fault as it does to do with ability to introspectively change. True. Okay. Like it really isn't. I wasn't really trying to say, "Oh, it's your fault, girl." I'm yeah. really trying to say, "Do we? Do we as fathers put them at an imbalance that negatively impacts their marriage and what it will look That's like right. them, you know, in the future?"
3: Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. See. I mean, I- I- oh, sorry. Go ahead, Terrence.
0: I mean, I see Alicia's comment. It's kind of what Jam is hitting hitting to too, and I heard John's response. And I'm like, I'm looking at myself, and I don't think I do that for my daughter. I think I'm over. I think I'm very critical of like London, and I think I don't. And I'm like, I'm now thinking, I don't, is this a bad thing? I think I'm very. I think I am. I and so, and let me explain why. It's because I don't know. I just I want her to like. I just want London to be prepared and I just want London to really have this sense of work ethic and nothing handed to her and to really like, you know, and to I I really, I I want her to have a servant mindset. I want her, I don't want, I don't want anybody taking advantage of her, but I also want her as a, like the, the reality of it is, is I want to marry her off one day and I want to know that she has done the work herself Like, like the way I've raised her and she's done the work to herself that she is, she is deserving of somebody who's also going to work on themselves. So if like somebody comes around who does not want to work on that, on that, does not believe in self-work, then you at the wrong spot. Because this one right here was raised to have a level of ownership, self-work, like, no, I need to be constantly involved in. I need to be saying, oh this was good but I can do it better. I'm not going to be stagnant. I can like I can I can do this better. And so I am a little bit critical of her. Like you know, it makes sense. I I love celebrating her. Like I love like like I mean like like she's done like so many great things recently and I'm like, yeah, that's what's up. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, so cool. So what what you doing next? What you going to do? All right, so if you're going to so you got this award. Okay, cool. What you, what does that mean? What you going to do next? What you going to do with it? Like, we, we, like we, we constantly moving. Okay, that's great. We constantly moving. And I, I'm not mad about that at all. Like, I'm just not mad. Um, I am, and I, I see Alicia's question. Um,
2: Her question is, are you more critical of London? I don't think, I'm,
0: I think I might be equally as critical. I would say that I am tougher on TJ than I am London. Because kind mean? of what John what said. He, t- so, in other words, if he messes up, I'm like, it's like immediate. Like you got to understand like that. You can't mess up. Like it's particularly, I can give it like a, a specific example, especially when it comes to like math, when he's not slowing down and he's like rushing to get this math problem done. I'm like in his face. I'm like that parent. Like, why did you get this wrong? Because you know, this answer because you want to go over to play that game. We're not doing it. Give me the game. Turn it off now. I'm gonna give you three extra problems because you jacked this problem up because you could have got that right, but she was rushing through it. So now you have. to mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I gotta do three more. I said, Yeah. You know why you got three more? Because you because you sucked at this first one and you shouldn't <laughs> have sucked this first. Because yeah. like I'm literally I'm talking to him like that because you you you're better than this. So I'm like encouraging, but I'm real tough. I probably wouldn't use that language with like, with London. I might mm-hmm. say it in a different way. But with TJ, I'm just like, Yeah, ain't nobody ain't nobody is gonna give you no like. No, no, like, because I just, and as a black male, like, yeah. no one's gonna, like, you know what I'm saying, no one's gonna, no one cares. A break. Yeah, no so, one so cares I, about your story.
1: I think it's it's interesting the choice of words that you're using, instead of using the same word for both of them, but you yeah, just I do won't. it differently. Yeah. No, 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 I'm saying like, I'm saying like, it. you say you're tougher on TJ, but critical on London, I think it sounds like you're critical on both of them, but just I'm in their critical on right. both.
0: Just the language yeah. issues, yeah. I was, yeah. Just, I think just in it's in their equal. own right. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: Cause, cause... yeah go
0: ahead. My bad. So, to, it just I think this ties into the question. One particular way, and like I, I'm glad, Jim, and Jen, like I'm, I'm glad I have a, a, a venue to say this. One area that I think I definitely continue to fail in my marriage is is a lot of it has to do with, and a lot of it was my upbringing. Like, like again, my mom was. My mom was the I, my mom was the bearer. My mom made more money. My mom provided. more. my mom got up and cooked, mm-hmm. she cleaned. My mom literally did everything. No one, no one like I didn't see anybody catering to her emotions. I didn't like my stepfather never did that. Like none of that stuff. And so in turn, I think I developed. Oh, you're sad and you're like you're like you're crying. Well, you need to get over it and like and not really that harsh but I'm realizing my mindset is I didn't experience this with the person who raised me. She had tough times. She found a way to get out of it without anything from her husband. She just got past it. And I think I significantly sucked at that. And I would also say that my, my partner, you know, wife was very strong in general. And so when she had moments of weakness, I didn't think she needed me to show up in that way anyway, because it's just like, like, I don't understand what, like, what this is. And so I'm realizing now, especially having the lens of having a daughter and having given feedback that that and then having, like, my wife say, yo, you you did not do this well. This was an area that I felt like you could. And now I'm like, I'm in retrospect, I'm like, yo, I did not show up in that capacity. And so I am now, like, at 40 years old, more careful on how I tell London to get past some things. Because what, as JM said, is because at the, and I the did. If I'm if if I am not understanding of her needing someone to just console her and to take care of her emotionally at that point, she's not going to have that expectation for any other guy. And I think um I, I think a man should do that for his wife because and and that's coming from someone who did not do that in my relationship. And I just realized that that's a, an area that I dramatically failed dramatically and has significantly hindered my relationship. And I just be uh, judging myself that now I like, I have to now improve on like, you know, like I gotta do better in that capacity. Right. And, you know, so it's just, it's just something to say that like, I like I'm here, that's probably why, answered Mike's point, why my words are different with, with, I am a little bit more compassionate, a little bit more, you know, like, I don't know. I just, I just have a little bit more like softer spot that I did not have for the the, the 10 years that I've been married. I did not have it. You know, Mm -hmm. I just like, I don't understand why we just get past it. And, and I didn't realize Terrence, what she's saying is she needs you to like, like literally I had, it's something this small. I did not realize that in some capacities in some capacities, when my wife is upset about something, something as simple as going over to her, holding her, I can't fix this, but I'm here for you. I, I want to listen to you. I want you to let it out and we're going to develop a plan, a plan like to like, to, to like to help you get through this. I did not show up in that capacity. And I just mm-hmm. think if I wasn't the one who did it, I don't understand. Like, 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 like makes it like, okay, I'm I'll hear you and listen to you, but you'll get past it by tomorrow or whatever it was, instead of just showing up at that point, you know? And I had to learn like, yo, you, you fail in this capacity, bro. Like you suck. You're trash at this. And you got to show up. You can provide. You can provide and and take and do all these other great things. But in this area, you have failed. And you know what I'm saying. So it's just like, yeah, like as Jen said, nurturing. I didn't do it. Yeah,
2: I wanted to ask one more question before uh, as we wrap. Um, because there was a there was a statement that was made uh at the last podcast that kind of hinted to this idea of, hey, men men needing their wives to be their mothers. Um. And so this this idea of women thinking they're, you know, they're they're, their their spouses, mothers uh, by attributing or showing certain characteristics like, yo, I'm not your wife. I mean, I'm not your mother. I'm your wife. Uh, And so with that, that question, that that statement being said, it it, it made me think uh, actually after that podcast, I was like, you know, what is this thing that women think that by having motherly characteristics is that it's like a line where it's too far. Because some of the things I'm thinking about were just traditional roles that we kind of spoke to, where it's like, "Yo, somebody cooks, somebody cleans, somebody does that." Uh, is that? I'm wondering if that's where women believe that they're being certain men's uh, mothers, or is it like something that's deeper than that that I'm missing? Because I was just thinking about that from the last podcast episode. Was like, "Yo, I ain't trying to be nobody's mother," and I'm like, "But there are certain roles that you do as a wife yeah. that align with motherly roles." For the husband, so where's the line? Does that make sense? So where's the line? Does that? Do you understand I'm saying? I, am I oh, phrasing yeah. the question correctly, or? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Any thoughts? Nobody wants to touch that one. Okay. No, no. I mean,
3: <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I think um, one, the first answer, the general answer is like it depends. Obviously, it depends on the relationship that you're having with your wife, um, like the, th- what areas she may feel that she's like treating you like a child, you know, like, cause it, that, that's the immediate dichotomy is like, if, if, if she sees herself as a mother, that means she sees you as a child. Like there's an area that you are weak in or you're failing in. And it's just like a burden, like for her to have to, like, I have to pick you up. I have to carry you in this situation. And it could be, you know, you're, you're kind of like listing things like, uh, like, domestic kind of thing. So like cooking and cleaning and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. For her, it could be as simple, as simple as like, why don't you put your clothes in the hamper? Like, I don't understand. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you just have your dirty drawers everywhere? There's like, this is, I don't want to have to keep cleaning up after you. And, -hmm. you know, in situations like that, it can be resolved by conversations like, hey, we're equals, we're living in this space together. It would help me and it would be, you know, beneficial to me as well. If you can just put your clothes in in the hamper, you know, like that's something that can be worked out Uh, through conversation Mm
0: -hmm. and
3: I think uh, I think Alicia had pointed out this idea of like the emotional labor like having to do this work to help you mature as a person I think can be burdensome again for women you know like if the the expectation is we are both adults in this relationship but again I I'm seeing you that you are Kind of like a child, like you're struggling to, or I was more specifically like, whenever we have difficult conversations or discussions, you throw a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't communicate, you can't uh, effectively express yourself. All you do is, which is in the like, we're going to be relentlessly raw and real, right? I, I did something I wrestled with, like I would have these terrible emotional outbursts, mm-hmm. and like in hindsight, it's a we can't cuss on here, right? Or is it no I'm not please. gonna, I'm not okay. It was like it, it's just I mean it's not <laughs> even whatever you know, the whatever the raw thing is. <laughs> I've never, never heard me. Jim Let's curse. Go. So I'm like, yes, no, no, please, it's, go it's ahead. Just not no 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 no. But like it, it's just it's it's embarrassing as hell, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you look back yeah, that was at yourself, it? like that why was so excited. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, I, I'll let you down. But uh, you let me down hard
0: there, pause. go ahead, go ahead, bro.
3: it's just like looking back on it, it's like, yo, why in these situations was I acting that way? Like, why wasn't I, I I'm doing the work to manage my emotions and take the time that I needed to like communicate to my wife, but I'm spazzing out like, and it's mm. not, and, and, and it's having all of these negative effects on our relationship. You know, mm. like it's in a place that she, Alicia questions, like, can I even feel comfortable enough to be open and honest with you? Cause every time I share something that is an issue or something like that, mm-hmm. you, you, you wall out. Right. Like, In situations like that, it can feel like that that's that idea of an emotional labor. So it's like you're acting like a child. And sadly, in in some relationships, that's how men act because Mm -hmm. they haven't had uh, either the need to have to do that work of like, okay, let me take my time, find my words, and actually communicate how I'm feeling. Mm. Oftentimes, as men, sometimes the only emotions that we can really express is like anger or like extreme joy or like sadness is like very limited in how we mm-hmm. can actually communicate and express ourselves and so i mean mm-hmm. I, I hope i hope that kind of clarifies that <laughs> no so it, it's like it, there are other things did. yeah sorry, yeah I, from so, what i mean i didn't, mean to, from, hold on, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off i'm sorry oh. i thought you was done no no i mean i mean that that's really it like i think it's those it's kind of so, sometimes we won't, we won't recognize it but it's this idea of like there are these burdens that we kind of carry in the lack of our areas of maturity Mm -hmm. or, or even just um, sometimes we can just be disrespectful. Like, you know, given the example I said earlier about like letting your clothes go everywhere. If you've had this expectation that your wife cleans up after you all the time, Mm -hmm. then why would you put your clothes in your hamper? She's going to do it anyway. That that's like an expectation that she's going to treat you. She is going to be like your mother or your mate. That mm-hmm. becomes a strain. You know what I'm saying? And like the fact that you even have that expectation and you see her that way, that can just be blatantly disrespectful. You know, it's just like, no, you you're here as a wife. You're supposed to clean up after me. You're supposed to do these things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but n- no, not, not really.
0: Yeah, that's dangerous. But, Expectations are dangerous.
3: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Mike, go ahead. No, you good. Um, so
1: so just to make sure I'm understanding what you're saying, it's like uh it's uh, and I guess. I could follow up with a question like what do you think is one of the things and y'all can comment on it too in the, in the comments like what do you think is one of the things that would not put men in a category of being like a child like being considered tri- like like a child in, in women's eyes or in wives eyes right um, Jam you you mentioned like the, the whole like being emotionally uh, not not emotionally available, but actually being able to like communicate in a way where you can express your feelings and emotions and stuff. So being a, a communicator, one, what, what what do y'all think are some other things that we can portray that wouldn't show us as being childlike?
0: I feel like so, I'll I mean, talk about that. my failure, like I would say like one of the like area like area that I failed, I think um children don't know how to manage their finances mm. a husband a man does and so one of the areas like i fail is like you know like it's like manage of being a good manager of like you know like of my like the finances because i didn't i did not realize that that is a, also a level of safety you know mm-hmm. like 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 that can really security. hinder It's a level of security that like, makes sense like i, I like I know how to do this. You're supposed to lead. I need you to do this, and you don't know how to do that. You know, um, I'm not playing. I'm, I'm so I'm just I'm I'm only asking a question that was asked. I, I think that's an area where we could. I think that we could show up more. I do. I, I think communication is definitely one. I think it's true. I'm going to play devil's advocate, though, because I think that there are spots that I'm so sorry that the people on the other side of the aisle also like. Here's, and here's why I'm, I'm making that point and I love like I, and I want to say this I specifically chose a, a female therapist for a reason because I wanted her expertise on where she thinks that I could be doing like like better like as a male tr- trying to be better like you know show up more and it's one of the things she said is she's just she's very adamant is that women tend to think that they are the queens of communication. And there are so many damaging things that a woman can do as far as communication that are also very childlike. And by mm-hmm. them doing these childlike things, like, that's not communication. So an example like, would be like, 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 and then it renders me to saying, like, okay, I didn't marry a toddler. I, I thought I married a grown-ass adult. So I don't mm-hmm. understand why we having these. Like, so, like, the tantrums go that way. I think the shutting down, you didn't get something that you wanted and so you shut down and just not talk. And mm. and she would say that that is something that she's traditionally she's seen in women that she has to spend a lot of times of uprooting when she's done doing marriage counseling or marriage therapy that, that like butch and the woman is like trying. But like he I shut down because I got tired. She's like, I don't care. the You shutting down in a, in a part, it communicates that you don't know how to communicate. That's, at the end of the day, that's yeah. all it does. Is like, no matter what, what it was, but I get tired of asking, I don't care what you get tired of asking. I don't care what you get tired of communicating. You not talking to somebody for several days or hours is horrible communication. And it is very childlike. And it is emotionally damaging to your relationship. And so- it's like one of those things where I think, well, while women have that thing of what a guy could do that's very childlike, I don't think that men are absent from it. I think we have those things as well, mm-hmm. and so, and it goes back to the question: like, if I've experienced this, if I've experienced this level of of it with you as a as a as a girlfriend, why would I want to marry you? Yeah. Why would I want to marry you if th- if this you've shown me? Like what did we talk about two weeks ago? Like you've literally shown me what I can bring to you and what I could, what I can bring to you and what is on the table to talk about. How you reacted to it, and because you reacted this way, I'm, I'm as a human being, I'm going to. Most of us will avoid the stress. So you know what? I'm not even going to talk about it because all you're going to do is not talk to me for a few, for a couple of hours. All you're going to do is not talk to me for a couple of days. All you're going to do is just like you know, like, and it's just very, it's just very immature. And so I, I agree with Jam. I think that men can really suck. A lot of men, I'm not gonna say all. A lot of men do struggle with tone and demeanor and vocabulary being directed towards a, a woman. I would say, in my experience, women can be very immature with how they choose to stop communicating and think by them not communicating, I'm communicating. And that's just dumb. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's just I don't like, I hate yeah. to put like, it, it's just you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's very harmful, you know, and it's just something I really, like and, and, and the last thing I would say is when I see my daughter do it, I am immediately critical a, a, about it. Like when I, like, what's wrong? And she's just nothing. No, 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 no. Let's stop. Nope. I can't help you if you're not going to tell me what's wrong. And I want to help you because you're going to sit there and not tell me what's wrong. Guess what? I'm going to walk away. And when you are ready to talk to tell me what is wrong, we're going to have this conversation. I'm literally on London on how to, how not to do that. Because like, again, and, and I, it's not fair because she's six. So I'm only telling you all, it's not fair but my biggest fear is, yeah, she's going to take this to school and the teacher's not going to be able to help. Yeah, she's going to take this and she's not going to be in, in someone. In the but my also fear is she's going to do this in a relationship and it's going to turn somebody off. Yeah. And she, and she's and, a great person. And, and I want sense. people to... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It it's makes sense to my, catch it early. Yeah. Yeah, to catch it early. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I got you. Um,
1: Alicia asked a question. I, I wasn't sure if she was asking it for us or was it for like folks in the chat but she was like yeah it it was for us okay what do y'all think maturity looks like for men what do y'all think maturity looks like for men so i'm assuming as in like as men like what does maturity look like uh for a woman i i I, i'm hoping that's what she's asking so like what do we see as a mature a woman right what do we see no
2: no, it's for us. I think means like yeah. men. That's what do y'all me. think uh, maturity looks like for men? Like, how do yeah. men oh, okay. display maturity in, I guess, marriage? Um, and I, I actually would would conjecture to think, si- through, through through processing silence, like through processing and not immediately going to say what you think. Mm-hmm. To me, displays maturity because I can I can pinpoint when I'm like. Wait, you said what? And I'm ready to go versus when I'm like, "Oh, she said this," and I'm I'm literally in my mind like, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna go down this road. I'm not even gonna open this door because I know what this is gonna be, and it's not even like shade. It's just legit. I'm just not gonna open this door because I've been down this road in different iterations, and I think to me, uh, to learned experiences or saying this is not gonna be fruitful in the end is a sign of maturity.
0: To me, to me, hold on.
2: Hold on. but I also want to say, or it could be it could be maturity or it could be toxic because it could also be like, I'm not, I don't trust you with this anymore, and I'm not gonna to talk to you about this anymore. So I could see both both lenses, but in the sense yeah. of trying to be mature, I think it, it, it's something that could be I've learned that this is not necessary, so I process it in my mind. Sorry, go ahead.
0: I think so, maturity so, is yeah. I think maturity is also seeing the ability to to look at a situation, and even though you're hurt and you're bothered, you're trying to look at where could I have navigated and where may, where, where I have may have went wrong. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm caught con- in a constant state of self-improvement and self-awareness to look at, like, to look at myself and to see, and even in this space, cause like, like I would, I would give you an example. I would give you an example in, and that's what happened and that would happen in my relationship, even in the space of where like I thought a person was was like communicating by just not communicating and just shutting down and not talking, Talking, it was immature for me to reciprocate it. Hmm. That's not maturity. Because what I did by default is reciprocate. Okay, cool. You're not going to talk to me? Bet, I'm not going to talk to you. And there's been times when like we sat and, and John, would, John and Mike would tell you like, T, you ain't talked to your wife in, in how many days? And I'm like, nah, but she not talking to me, but T. Like, that's what I said. And like this space... For me, was sacred because it's like, oh, like I'm thinking I'm justified because she initiated the not talking, she initiated the shutdown, and like what maturity was okay, cool, but you are the head, you are the man, you set the tone, so you need to go in and fix that situation. Okay, cool, you cannot yeah. like you like you, I did not have to reciprocate it. And that took some really growth on my part to realize it. Like the uh, the, like the the the, here's the thing. What I'm ultimately trying to say, and everybody, I don't care who you are, female, male, on this childcast, I don't really care. What you all need to understand is to reciprocate anything is immature. To have a mindset, you did this to me, so I'm doing it back to you, is a level of immaturity, and no one wants to understand or grow from that. And if both men and women. Do it. And we and we do a lot of we do a lot of finger pointing. And that's also immature. So as a man, I think a maturity comes in instead of me always looking at what you're doing wrong. I'm going to in first start with this mirror. This is what I did wrong. and I, And I did not show up. And that may in turn. I do need you to show up here. However, I understand I'm not showing up this kind of way and I need to do better at that. That's maturity, you know? And, but I, I think one of the things that I failed at is that I would also reciprocate a lot of the bad things like the, because I'm just, like you said, like, like this is a tiff attack, tiff tat. And it's just like, yo, we are, yo, marriage will yeah. show you how petty you really are. Like <laughs> you, you think you're not petty? <laughs> oh yeah. my God, you like, like, you know, like, oh, my, like, you ever go out to the store and you know your your spouse is hungry, I'm not getting you nothing. I'll You're eat like,
2: there. I'm... I'll eat there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, what? legit. <laughs> Le- like table, you are just Table for one, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, make sense? Like, I go to the store and I know what your favorite candy is. I know you want to I know you want a Twizzlers. I'll, I'll eat her favorite
2: re- meal, and I don't even I don't even like it. I'll, I'll eat will her bring her you some
0: meal. red vines. I will bring home some red vines on purpose. <laughs> That's all they had. <laughs> like legit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so I, I so, so two things. One, Alicia, you did great uh on spelling Tiffer Tat. I think everybody knew what you talked about with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, second thing, it kind of Terrence, what you said leads into my point as far as um uh you oh shoot, I forgot my dad on point. Hold on a second oh you need to take some medicine (laughs) i know man i need some sleep actually but um terrence you were talking about like emotionally responding um the whole tiff attack thing and like you know uh oh yeah that's what i was getting at um i think maturity looks like or is uh being able to balance between communicating objectively and emotionally so like you can sit back and uh, clearly communicate how you feel about something and not feel as though you like you got to dumb down your feelings or dumb down like how, how you feel about a certain situation. Like, you know what? You said X, Y, Z to me and I didn't like that. Even though you might've like yelled at me or disrespected me or something like that. I'm clearly communicating, Hey, you disrespected me and that wasn't cool. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to stand for that, but I don't have to sit here and yell at the top of my voice or like, uh, you know, run around stomping and talk about, you know, hey, I can't believe you said this to me. Da, da, da. Like, no, mm-hmm. you clearly disrespected me and I don't appreciate that. And yeah. I don't think that should happen again. I wouldn't do yeah. you like that. I don't think that's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like being mm-hmm. able to have a balance between communicating objectively and emotionally. Yeah, I think it's
2: maturity.
3: Go ahead,
1: that's,
2: that's good, man.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, in regards to maturity for men, uh, one, I would reference scripture. So like for me, a lot, of the, a lot of the markers that I use are for what's described as somebody is an elder or a pastor or like bishop. That's what it says in certain translations. So like First mm-hmm. Timothy, Timothy 3 mentions that and I'll just read it real quick. Um, sorry, it's in the King James. So like a bishop or an elder or whatever uh, they must be blameless. They must be husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, n- no striker, or somebody who just fights people, not greedy, a filthy lucre, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous, run that one that rules uh, his own house well, having his children under subjection, and so on and so forth. So, like, mm-hmm. I think that, in general, for me, is like a marker of like this is what I should strive for as a man um, to be mature. And like a lot of it, it touches on a lot of the things that you all communicated and express, you know, having self-control, having self-awareness, being balanced in your communication and how you treat other people. Like the biggest thing for me in a mature man is him understanding his role as a man in the world and in his community and his society and understanding that I'm here for a purpose and I'm here. My understanding is men are here to serve you know, serve, protect, love, like, that's kind of our design, even initially with Adam, like Adam was there to represent the most high in the earth, but he was also there to tend to the garden, he was serving, he was doing the work. And I think all men, when they get into a place of maturity, they understand that like, I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve in whatever capacity I believe God wants me to serve. So whether that's I'm serving my wife or if you're not married, I'm serving my community in some way like that level of awareness and understanding of who we're supposed to be, I think ties uh, deeply to maturity because Mm. immature men, in my opinion, only think about themselves. They're very Mm. selfish. They don't think about how can I actually benefit other people? But as a mature man, you should know that like, no, like there are people who need me. And again, I'm here for a purpose. At, at least, you know, that, that's the markers that I have for maturity.
2: Yeah, I just want to what highlight. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I want to highlight one thing and then we're going to we're going to close this thing out. But I wanted to highlight um, that there is a that tit for tat nature that we all just agreed that happens in uh, dating relationships and marriage, whatever. Um, it kind of speaks to my earlier point that we say we we kind of spoke to earlier of the whole thing of m- wives being mothers, uh, husbands and mothers, and why I say that is because we'll say we'll illuminate that oh I'm not your mother, and that's an immature nature or or feature that we have. But in the same breath, we also have a tit for tat nature within ourselves that shows that we have a problem area, whether it be male or female, where we're like mm-hmm. yo we're not really we're both immature we're both we both need that kind of growth thing. And so it's this, its kind of what I was saying earlier too, like this idea that we're gonna give ourselves over to. Um, when you first get married, or when you first link up with somebody and say, "I'm gonna marry that person," you're not—you're not, you're not coming as whole people. Like there's an evolution that happens in your marriage, like, and that's what, and that's what it's that thats what I really want to feel like we are leaning into is like, yo, this idea that I am not a whole person when I came here. And I have to learn these things on the fly. So even if I do happen to leave my clothes all over the house, which I do do that, okay? I do that. I'm guilty. And I was like, (laughs) I felt attacked. I felt attacked by Jamal. But I do that. But in other ways, right, like there are other things that I do that show higher level of maturity. And then maybe you don't leave your clothes around the house. But maybe in other ways, you show higher levels of immaturity by doing X, Y, and Z. So it's not this. I think there's always this sense of I know we have these kind of male to female conversations. There's like there's this sense of puffiness like, oh, no, no, I don't do that. Therefore, I'm better. And I don't do that. Therefore, she's better. And I'm like, no, you're both trash. You both suck at a bunch of different things. And the reality is we both got to figure out how to lean into that in a way that's meaningful or helpful for our marriages or our, our friendships, our relationships, whatever the case may be. And what that looks like. And I think a lot of times we just we absolve ourselves by saying, nah, I'm, I am more mature. And then they get gas. We get um, a battery in our back by our friends that kind of sign off on our maturity and say, no, nah, no, nah, girl, yeah, he is trash for that. Instead of somebody that's like, nah, maybe I, she maybe she needs to be pulled up or he needs to be pulled up and say like, nah, bro, you're trash or nonsense, nah, you're trash. And happening on both spectrums, I think can, I can see that being more reasonable. I think there's just a lot of sense of when you get married, and you guys all know this to be true. Like, you know it to be true. Yeah. When yeah. you first get married, like day one of marriage, you show up, they're like, oh, you married now. And you're supposed to have this kind of look of Yes, we are married and we marriage are perfect, and, and we have a and... <laughs> marriage togetherness that, like none other, and it's this false sense of I'm gonna live up to, to this, this outwardly look that is not even real. Like, I've had conversations with, with people that are 70 years old that fight the same fights that I have in my 30s, like, it, it's not real, but it's just but but because we don't lift the veil of their marriages to say hey, they're different, it doesn't matter the age bracket you're in or that you've been married for 30 years. Versus five years, there's there can still be different iterations of the same thing, the same fundamental issues that we're talking about right now. They they could be talking about we could be talking about thirty years from now because we haven't. The growth factor is: are we leaning into the maturity aspect? Like, am I grow? Am I going to grow from this, or I'm, am I going to get uh, gain a better, deeper understanding of this, or am I going to be like, nah, I'm perfect in that area. I don't need to work on that. And I think that that's the duality of this conversation. Any last yeah, thoughts? Yeah. I'm oh, right. yeah.
3: Sorry. Um, I'm going to try to say these before I forget them. One, I wanted to say, Terrence, thank you for being transparent and uh, sharing some of your experiences and things like that. I really appreciate that. I wanted to say that like 20 minutes ago. Um, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, uh, tying it, I guess, to the do men want to be husbands? I think it, like the examples that you were just giving, John, of ha- knowing people who could be like, 70 80 80 years old and they're Mm -hmm. seeming to have the same conversations um that you know you could be having earlier in your relationship as a 30 year old i think that ties to the idea of understanding what marriage is the purpose Mm -hmm. of marriage and even how to play whatever these roles are and since we're talking about husbands how to be um a good husband because i think a lot of times people again don't have a full understanding of what marriage is supposed to be or even how you're supposed to be a good husband and that's why you, you get in these cycles sometimes because you don't, don't even know where we're going. Like the goal may be yeah. like, how can we tolerate each other <laughs> as long as possible? You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's, that, that, that's p- what people's goals are or what is celebrated. Oh, they've been married for 60 plus years, but right. secretly they hate each other. Like yeah, but they're yeah. committing. So like you said, this idea of like, this is what is expected. Oh, a marriage is just supposed to be a long time, even though. I think at this point, even if we look in the scriptures, it's more than that. It's more than just tolerating one another. Like you're supposed to be growing and flourishing with one another. And the other point that I wanted to make, um, you were given these examples, um, you know, talking to friends or people outside of your marriage who can Mm -hmm. kind of gas you up or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that as we grow in marriages, uh, because I agree with you, John, like you have to lean into that evolving and Mm -hmm. into that maturity Uh, together as a couple, like you have to be careful of the voices that you let into your marriage, you know, Mm. because a lot of people can get into that garden space that's supposed to be for you and your wife and interfere, you know, and it doesn't help when you have things like we're talking about social media, giving all of these opinions Mm. and insights and things like that. And then people Mm. trying to bring that in to the relationship when every marriage is unique. Because every person in those marriage marriages are unique. Sure, there can be similarities. You know, somebody could have uh, financial issues over here or somebody has communication issues over here or whatever. But we, all, we always have to keep in mind, like, that's my wife or that's my husband. Like, I have to deal with them and relate to them how they are. And I think as husbands, even this idea of do men want to be husbands, I think it's important that men have the understanding that, like, you're committing to a woman, you know, you're committing to loving her and serving her and even helping her through her own stuff, as you would hope she would help you through your stuff. But I don't know in in the climate that we're in, if people really understand that, you know, are are fully getting that picture of what does it mean to be a husband? You know, somebody that tends to a garden or serves. Uh, That was, that was it.
2: (laughs) I love it. Uh Mike or T, you put a button in it. Y'all the last voices. What y'all say? I'm
0: good. I'm good.
2: (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Somebody say
1: something. Go ahead. No, I'm good, man. This is this has been um eye opening conversation. I enjoyed all the uh the comments from everybody too. Uh (laughs) and the side conversations that folks was having as well. Mm -hmm. Um yeah it's just been it's it's really dope and and i hope folks really got i guess uh, understanding and perspective even for ourselves here is like yeah we in marriage but now it's like all right we we kind of <laughs> uh rethought like hey is this something that we really wanted to do or you know, yeah yeah i guess so <laughs> it's, it's Man, all good
2: This so. us uh, so, so this was a two part series. We had do women want to be wives and then we have do men want to be husbands. So if, if you haven't heard the first one with Alicia, uh, I, I, I would ask that you guys, please go check that out as well. That was just as equally fruitful and uh, a lot of good conversations came from that. And Jamal, we want to say a big thank you. You are on episode number 75, bro. This is one of our staple episodes, man. We're almost at hundred. Uh it's crazy how long it's taking to get to that 100 marker but we're going to get there maybe before the end of the year maybe I don't nah, know we
0: won't be the end of the year we should,
2: we should have like we should do like a double up like uh two a week or something I don't know but anyway oh. we want oh, we want to make sure that we, <laughs> we have the uh the great conversations thank you guys for tuning in and giving us your feedback uh like always we always ask if you guys don't mind please uh send us something on uh, iTunes to say hey, you like it, enjoy the podcast, check it out because that does help us with our ar- algorithm. And addition, man, again, again, we want to say Jamal, thank you so much, sincerely for your time, yeah. and your uh, your energy, your no effort, like, yo. You always have yeah. something good to offer us. And I think we always like to hear and learn from your, your wealth of wisdom. You would think he's a 50-year-old man, guys, but he's actually younger <laughs> than all of us. Uh, so it's crazy to see it all go down like that.
1: Yeah. The whole uh, time, Jam, after this, I'm sure uh, you have won Alicia's heart once again. Man, uh, all like over again. You said tonight. <laughs> all over again, brother. Yeah. So, kudos to this. you. He knew what he was oh,
2: doing. He knew why he signed up sweet. for this thing. All right, guys. My name is John. <laughs>
1: my name is Mike. <laughs>
0: And you know, so we talked a lot about fathers and stuff like that. I think I might end this like with a dad joke. We might as well. I got jam here. Go ahead, do your dad joke, Terrence. What does a DJ name his son? DJ, I don't know. What does a DJ name his son?
1: What
0: does a DJ name his
1: son? Eric. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys,
2: thank you so much for checking out the Listen to the podcast. We appreciate it. I'm so sorry you had to hear that last dad joke. It was awful.